the Fox show, um, you're listening, you're tuning in in your car somewhere, you're watching, you're wondering who are these guys, you know, I stumbled on, Christopher Walken's on the show, I'm not sure, is he? Maybe. <laughs> What are you doing? This is Connor Falk with the What the Falk Show. Witty informational conversation can be found in your car, can be found when you're bored at work, playing a video game, you're talking to your girlfriend or boyfriend, and you're thinking, hey, I want to listen to some witty banter. Some conversations can make me think about things I don't want to think about. Boring things like bills, like taxes, like the state of the world. But what do we want to talk about today? We want to talk about Pokemon. Pokemon Go, Pokemon. What the fuck is a Pokemon? I have no idea either. What I do know about is pizza. Connor Falk, the What the Falk Show. Ferris Pizza, the best pizza for the best price and the sponsor of the show. Now, Pokemon guys, you're listening to your car right now and you're thinking, what is this new thing? I see people walking around. I see people in their car. I see people on Facebook talking about this Pokemon. What are you poking? What is the Mon? What are you grabbing? What is it today? I have two experts, Miguel Felix, Ernesto Casillas, lifetime Pokemon fans, whether it be, we'll talk about their trading card experience, their experience playing the games, whether it was on what, Xbox, Super Nintendo, on Aura, now with Pokemon Go on their phone. So gentlemen, let's talk, let's start with Miguel. Um, how did you get into Pokemon? Uh, well, to be honest, it was the TV show back basically 20 years ago now. Pokemon came across from Japan and just kind of swept us all up. So late 90s? Yeah, I would say like late 90s, like early 2000s. Okay. Uh, We definitely, the training guard game was the first thing that kind of like broke way through, you know, to us. But there's really the TV show that really got me. Like that's one of my Saturday morning cartoons. So TV show got you hooked. And what about you, Ernesto? For me, it was all about the Game Boy game, uh, Pokemon Red version I had. I had the the original, like, fat Game Boy, you okay, know? that was a good and, one. And uh, I got Pokemon Red. My dad got it for me and uh, just played, played it for hours, man. It really became a social thing. Uh, kids at school had Pokemon and really just playing with other kids. And, I mean, it was awesome. So even then, today you talk about Pokemon Go, how it's very inclusive. I have large groups of people that wouldn't normally come in contact with each other are doing that because of this Pokemon Go app, as they said, trying to catch Pokemon. You're saying it was inclusive and connecting even then yeah like i mean back when like you said the game i was also a big fan of the games too like i had i had red blue yellow you name it i had all the game boy games and they even you could have a cord that would connect game boys and you could battle your friends trade with your friends like they really try to make it like a an on like a community world before the online gaming really was like which a is big thing. pretty interesting probably one of the first of its kind if you consider that everything else now is online and inclusive with everyone else right yep okay now you're talking about red honestly guys you know for people listening right now i kind of made this episode for anybody out there who has no idea what pokemon is i personally don't i heard about the movie one time and i knew there was a video game can you explain to myself and their layman's out there what the fuck is a pokemon what is the goal what what is it a pokemon is a creature that lives in the wild in this you know imaginary pokemon world okay and those creatures you know fight for you you can train the creatures you can have them in tournaments and uh there's in the original pokemon version there was 150 pokemon so that's why they said you got to catch them all yeah Yeah. so you train them they fight for you get in tournaments and you get badges and eventually the the final countdown is the, the final four the final yeah. four of you these. Fight, like, yeah, you basically get to, you collect all the badges, every element, like wind, <clears throat> water, uh, earth, electric, there's all these different badges you collect over the whole game. And once you get them all, you get to go into the masters and like you finally get to battle the Pokemon masters. And if you beat them all, then you are 
Now, when it's you were battling these masters, these other creatures, are you battling other people like yourself, players, or are these actual things that are just there? Well, this is like the Game Boy. This, this this also happens in the TV show with the main character, yeah. Ash, but then you have the Game Boy version of this, where the game is you go through training your Pokemon, leveling up your Pokemon. I mean, I think that, you know, the game became popular in Japan. It was kind of like a Dragon Ball Z thing where it was mm. popular overseas yeah. first, came, came to America. Really. Remember when that, that like Tamagotchis came out when we were like five, yeah. you know? This it's kind of like the evolution of, of that. Yeah, yeah the evolution. I mean, it was like they had even Pokemon Tamagotchis. I remember people walking around with Pikachu's like all day, just people like with their little Pikachu feeding them and all that stuff. So yeah. it's that the popularity of that really was like on fire back in like twenty years ago. And now we see it popping back up again, like rehashing. And Everyone talking about Pokemon. That's why here on the What the Falk Show with me, Connor Falk, we thought, why not talk about some Pokemon Go? Can get, get some familiarity with what it is that everyone's into. You're listening through the SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, my parents' phone, or the text messages I just sent you with the link. So next up, um, you talked about the fictional story of it. You talked about Ash. You know, it makes me think of Evil Dead. Uh, Who, um, what wish. is the kind of fictional story behind Pokemon? Is there like a like a war? You know what they call it or a no. It's kind of like Lore. a rival rivalry between two friends. You know, these two guys live in the same neighborhood. They go to the professor, okay, and and he only has three Pokemon, so they yeah. get to choose one. So, so one that's where the red and blue come from, because technically it was a different Pokemon you started with. So red would be Charmander, which is a fire type, so red fire, and then blue was uh, Squirtle, which is a water type. So it's kind of like. They were like kind of impl- implying that those were the first ones you started with. In this world, are there are Pokemon's widely available? Do people know about them? Are they some like secret mystical creature that no one really even knows exist? No, they're they're around everywhere. Like they even have Pokemon that like work in hospitals, help people out. Like they don't have to just fight. In, at least in the the uh, cartoon world, they they were doing you know uh, everyday jobs for people. So mm. I mean, you can literally it could be your best friend. It could be your you know you can be your fighting partner. It can do you know you can do whatever you really want with these like Pokemon. Okay, and then just for the basis, the foundation of when this started with the cards, are are you using the same creatures to fight other creatures? And then you get their cards. Is that how it was? Or you you have like your best player against their best, and then you get some of their cards if you win? Is that was was that the point of that? It, it's a pretty simple card game. It's basically kind of like Magic. You have a deck of cards. Yep. You you know you play mana, then you play the Pokemon. How much it costs? Um, okay, it's more of a collector's thing really because. Yeah. Cards are rarer than others. Like it's he was talking about, the, you know, like the the Char um, Charizard, okay. which is the evo- like the highest evolution of the red Pokemon. That's a very rare card. So of course they make you buy as many packs as you yeah. can try to find, like you know That's the silver the one or the. They, you know, they the, were called uh, the hologram cards, and basically these like highest level of the Pokemon or like these rare ones would have like a hologramic card and that's the one everyone was trying to get and those were actually ones that were worth more money when you actually came down the line and started selling your cards. Did you guys ever spend big money on a Pokemon card? Oh dude, I, I remember when I was 12 we were heading up to Canada on a family road trip and I could like beg my parents the entire time to stop at every comic book store all the way up there just to get Pokemon. My, my parents still give me crap about Your that. Your parents give you crap. Okay, now speaking of, and so your experience started more, familiarity started more with the NES game or the, would you say, the, the Game Boy? Game Boy. Game Boy. Okay, so um, would you say you prefer, did you ever play on the Super Nintendo or the later platforms as well or was Game Boy most of your experience? I, I think I think Pokemon at heart is really just a Game Boy game. Really? That's Why? Like, uh, well, because they don't have like a, a version of it on the consoles. They have like yeah. a Pokemon oh, okay camera game for yeah, like the N64 snap was that, yeah, that was you know but but really like you know it's always <laughs> been on like the the 3DS the DS the Game Boy Advance Handheld Game Boy game. Color yeah. it's kind of you know like every year they come out with the Zelda Mario yeah. for the new generation okay so the Pokemon's really that for like the Game Boy so, so. You, let's if we can go right here we go we like lists on the top right here on the What the Folk Show so we have top three favorite Game Boy games for me it's got to be Donkey Kong Star Jeez, Wars the original Stop. Tetris Donkey you have Kong. to throw that in there so the what's, original, what's with you I was, is it 
Pokemon list for you? Well, we'll Pokemon IDs. Red would be uh, number one. Yeah. Tetris is on there. What's Tetris number? is on there. And then um, probably any Castlevania or Mario game, too. Oh, okay. Castlevania. Did you ever play yeah. Donkey Kong on Game Boy? I did. I like the Super Nintendo version a lot more, okay. too. You know, you it's got true. the, the, the mine cards. Donkey Donkey I hear that. Really what yeah. about you? I would say uh, Pokemon Red was definitely on my t- in uh, Wario Land. Okay. That was a really good game. You know what? I, I had Tecmo Bowl on Game Tecmo Boy. Tecmo Bowl. I love that game. I still play that game. To date, I nice. still Game Boy. I still play that. See now, for me, that was like how trips. I'd be playing Game Boy all, all, all oh, on yeah. a trip, all the whole time on vacation or whatnot. So there we are as kids. Our parents are paying extra money. Sorry for the parents out there. Kids <laughs> don't appreciate it as much as they should. We're just playing video games, not enjoying the the sights and sounds of the vacation that yeah, we're on. I mean, I'm prime example, man. I was playing by Pokemon game. Head in Canada. I wasn't appreciating anything I was watching on the, yeah. the way up there. All okay. I want to do is Pokemon, Pokemon, Pokemon. Something I appreciate, which I think you guys do too, is pizza, right? You guys like some pizza? I do. We I just got pizza, back man. from having some we pizza. We just had some pizza. So. Sponsor the What the Fuck Show, Ferris Pizza, the best pizza for the best price with the most love in it. I think, Miguel, you can also get dollar movies there as well, can't yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, good friend of ours. It's, yeah. uh, his shop is probably the best pizza in Bakersfield. So if you're okay. ever in our hometown of Bakersfield, California, please stop by Ferris Pizza. By far the best. Anybody in Bakersfield? Or actually not from Bakersfield, but you like movies and pizza, right? I love pizza. Can we get pepperoni? Can we get pepperoni? Exactly. Okay, now, next up, guys, Pokemon Go. It's new. It's here. Literally, every time me and my beautiful girlfriend go for a walk who's next to me, we see all these people Pokemoning, and they're catching their mons, and they're poking them. I mean, I'm, I'm playing it right now. You're, I mean, you're like, playing it as you're on the show. I'm trying to catch um, one right now. Did you guys anticipate this coming out? Was this a big deal for people before it came out? Did you even... I mean, I, I think it kind of came out, out secretly, of and, and, and I was reading an article just this morning, like on the New York Times, about how people... People are playing Pokemon. They have it downloaded on their phone more than like Twitter wow. or LinkedIn or um, not Facebook yet, but, but all these large, large yeah. apps. Okay. Now, notice like, to yourself, from my experience with you, I don't know you as much to really play that many app games on your phone. Is Pokemon one of the first that you that you did? Uh, a, a little bit. I mean, I just I just downloaded the game. I'm at level five. It's really it's really almost like an exercise app. You have to walk. You okay. have to have it yeah, open you, that's... the whole time. Like so, you, you can't you can't use it while it's off. You have to have yeah. it open. You have to be constantly doing things, trying to catch Pokemon, going to new locations to access the game itself. Which is an interesting point. Do you think the fact that you do have to be mobile and be active is why people are getting on this so much? Um, I don't know if it's that exactly. I mean, I definitely think it's a benefit from it. I mean, it definitely benefited Nintendo. I mean, Nintendo was having you know a rough year this last year with the whole Wii U not going well they planned. Yeah. But since this now, it's already raised seven point five billion dollars in revenue. Wow, nice for stat. Nintendo. Love it. So I mean, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I think it's an added feature. I mean, added factor to it, and it makes it more exciting because you actually get to go out of your house. You get to invite, you know, get in with the environment and look for Pokemon in your own world. I mean, it kind of gives these people that played it like as we were kids an opportunity to live that world that we never got to do as okay. a kid. Okay. Well, that's where I bring it to because I think it's our generation, our ages, really those four years and that little class kids that are into Pokemon, but then now you have all these younger kids. So was there, has Pokemon still been a thing? Is there still video games? Yeah, yeah actually yeah. for the Nintendo 3DS, Every there's year, a man. new Pokemon coming out, I think this okay. year, like Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon or, yeah. okay. it's, supposed pretty, it's supposed to be on par with the original games, but I've, you know, sadly, I haven't really played it in like the newer versions on the DSs and stuff. Yeah. My my nephew, he's told me. I mean, he still stays with it, and he's fifteen, and they play that stuff too. Well, it makes so. sense then. So this is almost the year, last two years of what of redoing everything that we grew up with. Yep, we had what? We had much. Jurassic World. We had Star Wars. We have Ghostbusters this weekend. Batman so. Ghostbusters Superman. this weekend. Batman versus Superman. So literally, as we know in life, guys, what it's cyclical, right? There's yep. always going to be the same thing going on. The same. Thing. I watched the news in 1980. It's the same stuff that same was on their news going, yep. as it is right now. So I appreciate you guys listening to the Pokemon. A uh, little intro, a little discussion we had about it here i guess i would finish off with you guys letting me know we'll do just a second of fantasy football talk because we have two players in the league here but uh, what champion. um champion of the what's one word you would give ernesto for this whole pokemon go trend and craze 
Uh, one word, I would say, um, awesome. Awesome. Okay. What about you, Miguel? Fantastic. Fantastically awesome. There on the What the Fog Show from Nessica Casillas, Miguel Felix, my uh, in-house Pokemon expert, trying to give you some information on the trend that's going on out there. So be careful when you're driving because people might be walking on their phone, not paying attention in the middle of the street. But any kids out there, especially my brother, anyone else I know, please don't do that. I don't want to hear that you're in a funeral or you're dead because of some Pokey Falcon Mon. Okay. Fantasy football. Played in the league a long time. These two in front of me are pretty good. Not necessarily as good as me. Um, Miguel uh, Felix. Um, I mean, we can, we can talk about like, who, who has more titles in our fantasy league. Uh, you have one now. You have one more. You recently won this last year. Uh, Miguel, how? be honest right yeah. now. Dozens of people listening to this episode right now. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> this very moment. I love it to be millions. So maybe some. Maybe there's some alien species that loves my voice and what the fuck show. You never hey, know. Jody Foster Fos- I mean, out there. NASA has supposedly cut off video of a spaceship that just entered Earth's atmosphere. Exactly. So. Aliens, I'm a cool guy. Let's fucking talk. I think you <laughs> don't attack us. We'll have discussions. So do you think your championship last year was more luck or more skill? Be honest. Uh, I think it's pretty skilled because I planned on what I drafted. Oh. And yes, it worked out. In my favor. But so you was, think you having I, Antonio I Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, did yes. Devontae Freeman, Doug Martin, Arizona defense. You, you think that was David just Johnson. David, David Johnson. Johnson. You'd think that didn't just work out in some ways. Well, for you? I've drafted those receivers for a reason. I mean, I, I expected, I thought that receivers had a better upside than running backs in recent years because of, we've seen recently they've gone to a lot more spread offenses, a lot more high powered offenses. A lot okay. more throwing Which ball. is a legitimate so, point because running backs are almost being phased out of the game and running backs should just run the ball tough, forward. It's, tough, it's not yeah. a thing. You have to be as good a receiver as you are. A and if you, if you have a top, you know, five pick, I feel like you, yes, you have to use it on a running back because there's the, they're the top five guys. Okay. But, but as you both know, you could draft the best team you see on paper, but it doesn't always work out. Well, you know, I had, I had Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger was out for a long time. So it just, it, it is it all, it, it's all random sometimes. Ben Roethlisberger. Sure. Ben Roethlisberger's out listening. I'm glad he said that, but who, who was your backup? Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer. Oh, who's also a top eight quarterback. So ladies and gentlemen, fantasy football, whether Miguel wants to say it or not, I'll give him 51% skill, 49% luck for his last season of what happened. Now, Ernesto, what about you? You're a Gronkowski lover. You once actually traded. What did you, how did you get, you traded your cousin in a league that I was in, thought he dropped Gostowski. Ends up dropping Gostowski, the kicker. This is his second year. He drops Gronkowski. You pick him up and I think you make it to the title game, right? What is, do lucky things like that happen in football for you? You know, man, I actually made it to the title game that year, didn't win it. I mean, fantasy is a lot about luck. It's about timing, what players go off, what week. But, um, I, you know, the draft is important. You got to make the, you know, you're, you're good at making waiver wire pickups. You got to constantly be on top of it, especially in leagues where, you know, you can just pick up a player automatically, not necessarily on the waiver wire. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's how you got to play. That's here it is. So here on the show so far, we talked about pizza. We've talked about America. We talked about love. We talked about video games. We've talked about Pokemon. And now we're talking about fantasy football. So anyone out there who just loves the happy things in life and enjoys America, that's why the What the Falk Show is here. I'm Connor Falk. Thank you for Falk and listening. Last two questions for you too. One, your best fantasy draft player ever or pickup you've ever had in your career. Second question, who's your sleeper for this year? Who's your most, your favorite player going into the league? That you you can impart some wisdom on listeners right there. Who's one player they need to Falk and look out for? And you have to use Falk in both of your answers. (laughs) Well, I fucking so drafted uh, Arian Foster in the 14th round. He's you know he's coming in his rookie season, uh, undrafted free agent. Um, he was a 14th rounder that year. Ended up leading the league in rushing and touchdowns. That'd be my best pick. I think that was in 2011. Uh, a player you got to fucking look out for this year. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, Jordy Nelson, man. I mean, a player okay. that's coming back off of injury. Obviously, you you know you're big on the Packers. You usually have like two Packers on your team <laughs> every fantasy season for yeah. that connection. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. But he's a guy like you know Devontae. 
Devontae Adams, he, you know, doesn't fit the offense that doesn't, well. Yeah. Uh, it didn't really work out. You know, Randall Cobb can only go so many inside cross routes, yeah. crossing <laughs> routes. So um, I'm going to go with Jordy. Okay. Miguel, what are you? I would have to say uh, Chris Chambers. I believe oh. it was 2006, yeah, I want to he- say. Uh, when he was with the uh, Chargers. Dolphins. Dolphins, Dolphins, sorry. Yeah. And uh, he basically carried me to a title. Uh, he had an explosive second half, picked him up off the waiver wire. Yeah. Basically 30-point games for the rest of the season. Yeah, like three 200. Three 200-yard 200 games, 200 like three touchdown games. games. So it was uh, definitely, he was definitely my top pick for, my, you know, uh, pickup. That was great, but you didn't use Falk in any of the answers. So you have to do oh. it again, and you have to use sorry. Falk in the answers. Uh, Chris uh, Falking Chambers. Okay. I definitely respect him. And uh, so for my sleeper, I believe uh, DeAndre Washington for the Raiders. So Raiders pick. So that should appreciate. Well, that's like a waiver sleeper. Like if you're well, desperate No, if you flex. want a deep, I think a deep pick because Latavius Murray, I drafted him last year. Yeah. And, you know, I am a Raider fan. So at times when he had a good game, I was, you know, it was a double excitement. But for okay. a lot of times he had some subpar games. Yeah. Couldn't, you know, not even, only averaging maybe eight points. So I'm looking at. This guy could have some high upside. You can get him late in the rounds, like 15, 16 rounds. So, yeah. And you know, it's a good have, you Latavius have... is going to go a little too high this year than where I think yeah, either of I us think... would take him. Yeah. Uh, so, for me, guys, as you know, best pickup, I mean, other than me picking up Thomas Rawls, the game he had a 200 yard game just for me to win that week, I said it has to be Josh Gordon, the 14th, or Alshon Jeffrey when Ernesto dropped him for me. I had those two as my receivers. This year, who do I like? I know it's a, it's a, it's a top position there to score a lot of points, but I got to tell you, I really fucking like Eli Manning this week. I mean, this year, yeah. Eli Manning and the Giants, I think they're going to put up a lot of numbers. So get as many Giants as you can, especially Sterling Shepard, Eli Manning. They put just enough oh, fucking money into the defense that I think it'll be enough that that division is so just mm-hmm. who's what the fuck's going on. You know, Philly, Redskins. Dallas, Redskins are the only one to really look forward to. And they have a good offensive flow, so they could be some high shooting games. That's some fantasy talk here on the What the Falk Show. Ernesto Casillas, Miguel Felix, I love you both. Girlfriend, I love you as well. Thanks for listening to the show, listeners out there. You can find the show on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Pod Directory, the message I sent you, or my parents' phone when they show it to you. Witty informational conversation can be found in entertainment, sports, food, fitness, literally anything and everything you could talk about when you're bored at work, in traffic, stuck at school, or you just don't want to talk to your boyfriend or girlfriend or your friend. I'm Connor Falk. Thanks for fucking listening. I'll talk to you next week.